Project 613, day 229. Today we, we conclude our discussion regarding the mitzvah of the laws governing the conditions under which food and drink can become ritually impure. As we mentioned, with regarding food, it must be edible by people or something that people are accustomed to eating. People have an intention to eat. In addition, uh, it must be separated from the ground and has to go through a heksher preparation process in order to become suitable for contracting ritual impurity. And as we discussed, the food must become wet by seven specific liquids. Only those seven liquids are able to make the food um, compatible for ritual impurity. Those seven liquids are wine, blood, olive oil, milk, um, dew, blood, and water. Now, the fact that there is a list of seven, this is a tradition. The Torah only mentions one of these liquids, and that is water. However, God communicated to Moses at Mount Sinai that in addition to water, there are another six. As we've mentioned previously, all of these laws of ritual impurity are essentially chukim. They make no sense, or to be more specific, they transcend human intellect. And this is actually one of those things that seem to be completely illogical, because typically ritual purification happens as a result of water. And here we see how a food coming in contact with water is actually the very catalyst which makes it suitable for contracting ritual impurity. If someone cuts off an apple from a tree and it never comes in contact with water, that apple can never become ritually impure. However, once it comes in contact with water, which is typically the catalyst for ritual purification, now it becomes the catalyst for ritual impurification. Now, as we mentioned, Ritual purity and impurity is not something that follows the rules of logic. But our sages point out that there is actually a reason for this. Why, in order to become suitable for ritual impurity, the, the, the food must come in contact, at least biblically, or what is specifically mentioned in the Torah, is water. And that is because opposites attract. Specifically something that has the power, when used properly, or when channeled in a specific way, it has the power of bringing ritual purification to a situation which is currently ritually impure, that is the very um, element that has the power of making something suitable for ritual impurity. And so essentially what we see here is, is that everything in this world could be used in one way or another. It all depends on the which conditions and in which context. And therefore, we have to follow the rules, follow the rule book, to ensure that everything that we do, everything that we that we use, should be done and utilized in a way that enhances our ritual purity and our connection to God. Thank you all for watching. More tomorrow.